Kaboom! Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Justin's had a lot of coffee today. A like, way too much coffee. Did you, let me I ask how many times did you poop today? Actually, did I poop? I don't know if I pooped today. Dude, you've got something going wrong in inside you. Oh, I've had to. I just haven't done it. Like you've held off on it? Yeah, because I was busy all day. <laughs> We're recording, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good, because the world needs to know <laughs> that Justin has not pooped today. I mean, the thing is, it's going to be bad when yeah. it comes. That's actually happened to me. It's funny. The last four episodes have started with poop, and I guess we're going to keep this. Guys, welcome to Fecal Talk with... Doug, you're on this podcast, mm-hmm. so it does not surprise me or anyone that it starts with poop. It's funny, because I don't starts, know what that is. The world starts and ends with poop when in Doug's concern. It's just, I mean, I got to know, man. Are you that, regular? You need some Activia? That is Doug's favorite topic. I'm not going to lie. Activia. It'll make you poop. That's why I think they should say at the end of that jingle, but they don't. That's a missed opportunity, Activia. It really is. It should be Activia, parentheses, it'll make you it'll poop. It'll make you poop. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. That's happened to me a lot where it's like during the day, like one of our uh, uh, bathrooms is out, so everyone's like crowding into the bathrooms. I'm like, man, I don't, I'm kind of poop shy. I don't really want to poop in this next to all these other people. It's just, it's, it't surprises me that you're poop shy. No, nah, I've always been like that. I, there's <clears> something about just it, if I go in there and just unleash the holy hell, it's just, I feel like people are judging me, you know? <laughs> Because there's definitely people that come in there and do not care. Right. And they're just like, here we go. I was, I meant to tell you this off mic, but I'll just tell it to you on mic. Yeah. I was, I, I did go to the bathroom today and I was taking a piss and there was a dude in the stall and it sounded like his asshole was belching. Oh my God. Like, it just, but like the weirdest, like, like breathy burps. Like oh, it was just like hot. Oh, Jesus! I can't even do it. Christ. But it was so. <laughs> it <was> just... <laughs> these airy puffs of nothing, and it just—it happened like six times in a row, and I legitimately had to bite my lip to stop from laughing out loud. It's not his, a big bathroom. Do you think his butt was dry heaving? <laughs> it sounded like it was. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't care. I understand every. I mean, there's no judgment in the bathroom, right? Because that you're going there shouldn't at, be. There's, but you there shouldn't is. Be. I mean, yeah. There's there's for some reason there is an unspoken just judgment that hangs in the bathroom, but there shouldn't be because you're going. Everyone knows what you're going in there. Everyone poops. The mm-hmm. book tells us. The yeah. good book tells us. Mm-hmm. Everyone poops. And but there's something. It's still funny. I laugh at my own farts in the bathroom. Yeah. Because I'm like. This sounds terrible. And I know that I like other people are giggling at mine. Yeah. It just happens. It doesn't yeah. matter that it's an okay place. It's a safe space. <laughs> I it's still funny. Yeah. Every time you hear it, you're just like, oh, it's farting. <laughs> yeah, well guess what else he's doing? Yeah. Yeah. I just get mad when I get in there. I see like boogers on the wall and stuff like that. I'm like, guys. That has been a pet peeve of yours for a while. And you're in this place where you can take care of this. Like, there's toilet paper. There's a big old roll of there's what could sink. be considered, yeah. There's so many things to do this, but still, they just were like, nope, I'm going to pick my nose and rub right it on the on wall. The wall. I'm like, yeah. oh. It's like <laughs> Frank was here. I'm like, dude, don't do that with your boogers. Carve, it, in, carve it into the paint with, yeah, the, with a set of keys like everyone else did, with a switchblade. 
and a seven-piece chicken McNugget. So gross. Yeah. So gross. So uh, you're still you're doing okay though. You, you coming down from that coffee high? I'm not like at the end of the day because the thing was the but put me over the edge is I was the day drug was dragging today. So at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? It's about two thirty, almost three o'clock. I was like, I need a I need another. So we the coffee at my my work is absolute just gutter rot mm-hmm. sewer water disgustingness, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't want to go out and spend three bucks a cup. Every mm-hmm. time I want a cup of coffee. So uh, Bob, who we've had in the podcast, Rob, uh, and I went and we got a French press together, right? So we make our own coffee at work, and it, it's perfect when two people are there. Well, he's been out. Mm-hmm. So I've been drinking the entire oh, carafe God. of coffee myself without even thinking. So I made another one at three. And generally, in moderation, caffeine doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. But when I have four oversized coffee cups, which is probably like six regular cups of coffee. Oh, God. I start to get the jitters a little bit. And yeah. so I, like, to the point where I, my cheeks were actually, like, buzzing today. Like, oh, I could wow. feel, like, you know, when your foot goes to sleep? That yeah. was how my cheeks were. And I was like, this isn't good because I forgot how to blink. Oh, boy. And, yeah, it was, I was, I was fucking wired. And so now I'm starting to come down and it is rough. Yeah. This is a caffeine crash to end oh, all caffeine crashes. Yeah, I've never been really affected by caffeine stuff. Like, I've had Jolt Cola. Yeah. You I've don't drink men. coffee, right? I don't. Have you ever? Tried coffee? I've tried I know you, it, but it's not my jam. It's the jam. same with booze. Like, Have you yeah. ever tried booze? I've tried a little bit, but it's not my jam. Right. I know it's not your jam, but because yeah. like, you have tried I mean, yeah, something. Yes, I've had like a, a, a taste of beer. I've okay. had like when I was in uh, Italy, I had a digestif at the end of a... Ah, you know, like, like Frangelica? Or, no, not Frangelica. It was, it was uh, like some citrusy thing. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. Malort is a digestive. You, gross. Yeah, it'll do something to you. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. I can't remember. It's not Frangelica. It's something else. Milos turned me on to it, and it actually, I'm shocked it really works. 7-Up. There you go. That, that sure. I think that's probably yeah. what it was, 7-Up. I think that was what it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember the name. That's so weird. I know. It's so weird. You're American, you don't, you don't know 7-Up. Right. I'm, I'm so French. God, <laughs> Jesus. Get it. Read a book. <laughs> but you... So you, you had coffee then too? Yes. Okay. I've tried. I tried really hard with coffee to like it. I just did. You really I can't can't do it, man. Yeah. Just ugh. love the smell of it. I think it's fantastic. I'm the same way with pipes and cigars. Yeah. I love the smell of those. A, a good cigar, bad yeah. cigar smells like feet, but a good cigar, really good. Yeah. A, m- pretty much all pipes. They're just gorgeously yeah. aromatic. Yeah. Yeah. They're very nice. They smell very good. But like yeah, with coffee, it's like it smells awesome and everything like that. But it may, no matter no amount of sugar, cream. Whatever doesn't I, help. I just can't yeah. do it. I've gotten a little bit there with tea. Yeah, there. Like I have to like have, hot tea. Yeah, I've tried to do that in the mornings to kind of wake myself up. Yeah. What and, kind of tea? Are you doing like English breakfast? Or yeah, Earl it's Grey? like English breakfast tea. Okay, and it's because it has the most caffeine. And I'll do a little bit of honey and like two things of sugar and a creamer. Wayne will school you on oh, tea. Great. He is can't wait to fall asleep he's during a that part. Tea snob. <laughs> And he's self a self admitted tea snob. Yeah. yeah, I just I just remember when I was at work because they had free tea all the time. I'm like, I guess I should have some of this. And people are like, Yeah, man, try it. And I'm like, This tastes like hot water that's barely flavored. This is gross. It tastes like hot water with grass in it. Yeah, with I was like, grass this is, clippings. They're like, Yeah, try this one. I'm like, This tastes like shit. Why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. This is gross. I don't want any of this. I just never understood because I guess I expected to have this really great flavor. Sure. Yeah. Oh, this tea it smells is so good. good. Yeah. And I'm like. It barely tastes like anything. It's just like hot, bitter water. I don't want this. You've not had the right kind of tea. That's where everyone says, oh, you haven't, or you're not making it right. I'm like, fuck off. The other thing is, you're not drinking, because Wayne will tell you, you're not dinking tree. You're not, you're not dinking tree. 
You're drinking. Don't tell me what I'm drinking. <laughs> you're drinking infusions. Don't tell me what I can't. Oh wow! Yeah, you just stopped me in the middle <laughs> of like a dick joke. Yep. Oof. Yeah. I'm drinking infusions. Yeah, because it's not tea. Like if you've got like, like what is it? Like Annie's stars or Anna stars and little like this the black licorice. Okay. They come in like little star form. All right. Yeah. If you've got like hibiscus leaves and this and that, that's not tea. That's an infusion. Tea is just tea leaves from the tea plant. So go fuck yourself, everyone who thinks that infusions are tea. That's what Wayne will say. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> you See, know what? He's going to not make you fall asleep. He's going to he's gonna get violent about tea. I would prefer not to talk about tea. <laughs> it's inevitable with Wayne. He'll talk but about it. if we have to, I guess I can weigh in and just be like, this is what I do. You know? Sorry. <laughs> I'm a heathen. I know that. I've got a gutter palate. I'm a heathen. <laughs> Here we go. But I'm also a fundy Christian. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. So, uh, topic tonight. Oh, real quick, so caffeine doesn't affect you. Yes. Okay. To some degree. I, I feel like it does help sometimes. Yeah. At least that's the lie but I tell myself. But you've never gotten, like, the jitters from caffeine? No. Okay. That's the lie I tell myself when I drink a soda. I'm like, I need to stay awake. This is helping me. This helps, right? <laughs> you know what's really weird is I had a Mountain Dew yeah. the other day by accident. I ordered a... I, I ordered... <laughs> I drank the whole thing. Turns out it I was, was like, a Mountain Dew. Fuck this, it's Mountain Dew. Thought it was no, a Pepsi. I, uh, I went and got a, a, a Pepsi out of the machine, and a Mountain Dew came out with it. And I'm like, well, I mean. I'm, I'm not going to say no to free I'm not going to not get this. Right. And I was like, I haven't had Mountain Dew in like, God, it had to be over 10 years. Yeah. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Really? I was like, this is going to be gross. I drank it. I'm like, oh, God. I actually kind of like this. It's not Surge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Surge. I love Surge. Do you really? I loved oh, Surge. Way I too sugary. You, I loved it. Oh, my God. Colby and I would just down that like crazy. At the Burger King in Kirksville, they actually had Surge on tap. Did they? Yes. No shit. I was like, this is awesome. The, the, the most sugary pop I've ever had is Green River. By far. You ever had Green River? I had Green River once. I wasn't a fan. I'm not a huge fan of it either. I every once, like again, like once every five years, I'm like, oh, that's how it tastes again. I remember that. <laughs> that's I'm right. not upset with it. I just yeah. won't order it again for a half a decade. Okay, but yeah, Choppers yeah. has Green River on tap. Oh, yeah. interesting. And they have the Quad Burger. Yeah, actually, it's yeah they do. God, my stomach just immediately went. Nope. <laughs> nope. My butthole went. Nope. <laughs> I agree with the stomach. Nope. Nope. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> what, uh, I used to, when I, in college at Columbia, uh, when I had, so in my second year there, which is my last year of college, I got, we had to do a practical, we had to do a morning, like you had to mm-hmm. do a show on the, on the Columbia radio. And I got the morning slot on Wednesdays. So I was Wednesday from seven to 10, I think mm-hmm. a three hour slot. And I had, I w- lived up in Wrigleyville at the time on Southport and Addison and, it, so I, it took me a while to get – so I had to wake up for me at the time, butt crack it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was super – because I wouldn't go to bed till 3 a.m. Sure. Doing all sorts of nefarious things that we will not yes. speak of on here until the statute of limitations runs out <laughs> on them. Um, but I, w- I would grab – I had Mountain Dew as my thing because I, I wasn't really into coffee at the time. And to this day, when I drink a Mountain Dew, I still mm-hmm. have that – time travel? I Yeah. You know, like I still have that where – there's a certain taste of like right when you wake up, you brush your teeth. You have like it's. I like Mountain Dew, but at the same time, it puts me in a really weird like having to like drag myself to the train and get on the. Yeah, it just it yeah. puts me in a really weird. I'm really not big at soda in the morning. Yeah, that's really it throws me off. Yeah, I it, try not to do it. Yeah, I did it because again, I told myself this is my like my coffee. 
But it, yeah. all I think I was doing is just ruining Mountain Dew for myself. <laughs> just ruining your inside. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that yellow five really killed my sperm count. Yeah, it's funny because that's not true. I looked that up just recently. <laughs> that was like that rumor, like, man, the yellow five is going to kill your sperm. Absolutely, yeah. Or I thought, someone else, like some other guy I worked with, somebody goes, oh, I thought I just made your, your, your dick smaller. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. We were, we were having this debate, and I was like, nah, "I heard it just killed your sperm count." And like, we finally looked it up. And I like, heard it made true. you have a vagina. <laughs> I heard it made your taint really wide. <laughs> what? I don't want a wide taint. <laughs> your taint opens up and starts talking to you in the middle of the night. <laughs> it gets teeth. It calls to you. It calls to you like a wolf. <laughs> it calls to you like a wolf. <laughs> taint. <laughs> it says to you in the nighttime. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> What was that? Ah, it's just my talking taint. Because of the yellow five. <laughs> yellow five, man. Too much Mountain Dew. Don't do the do. Don't do the do unless you want a talking taint. They make it seem like it's all these extreme sports, but really it's just people that now have talking taints. Yep. Boy, I can't wait to do the quote video on this one. Woo, we've, got some, we've got some, some material to choose You might from. have to do two or three of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be... Something special. <laughs> so the topic for today. Speaking of something special. There it is. Um, so uh, I just recently listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had an awesome guest on there. His name was uh, Dr. Brett Weinstein, and he is a professor of biology okay. at Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington. Okay. The end. No, um, apparently. <laughs> so go listen to that episode. Well, first of all, without a doubt, it's. Like two and a half hours, fucking listen to it. So it's it's an, a short episode. It's a short episode. Joe, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely incredible. You should definitely check it out. And I, again, the thing I love about Joe Rogan's podcast is just the fact that he has these great conversations with people all over the board. Right. Doesn't matter your political spectrum or whatever. He will sit down and have a conversation with you, and they just try to figure shit out. Right. And that's inspiring to me because I'm always nowadays. I always feel like kind of what we were talking about last week was it feels like sometimes there's these topics where we're like, are we allowed to talk about this right. or is this only something you can whisper about at home with the doors closed, with your taint. windows shut, with your taint under the covers? Right. You know, like sometimes I'm like, man, I don't feel like I can voice my opinion mm-hmm. for the very thing that happened to Dr. Weinstein right. here. So here's what happened. If you're not familiar with the scandal that's currently happening, uh, first of all, um, uh, Brett... Uh, identifies himself as deeply progressive. Um, he is Jewish, um, and that's important. Not just not just a random fact. Um, <laughs> it's not a dad fact. It's not a dad fact. Oh yeah, he's uh, Jewish. Like thanks for that. Doesn't help the story at Great. all. But, but so, this one it does. This one it does. So um, here's a bit of background. So at Evergreen State College, um, wow, my phone hey! is on. I'm so sorry. Here's what uh, here's what's going on in my world, guys. That means topic a, change, right? Topic change. <laughs> That's the buzzer. We're about to get into it. It's like topic change. Uh, apparently, my daughter uh, drank six ounces of milk in a sippy cup. She's not liked her sippy cup at all. Yay! So this is actually a really big deal. Had a girl, Nat. We're hoping to get away, get away from the bottle. Congrats, Natalie. Way to go. You are now in history. When you listen to this 18 <laughs> years from now. Congrats. Congrats. So here's the deal uh, with Mr. Weinstein. <laughs> yes. So at the college, uh, there is this thing called the Day of Absence, which is kind of part of their tradition at the college, and it stretches all the way back to the 1970s. So basically what this is, is in previous years, students and faculty of color organized a day on which they met off campus 
Uh, it's a symbolic act based on the Douglas Turner Ward play in which all of the black residents of a southern town fail to show up one morning. Um, this year, the script was flipped and white students, staff, and faculty uh, were invited to leave campus for the day's activities. So the decision was made after students of color voiced concern over feeling as if they were unwelcome on campus following the 2016 election. Okay. Brett Weinstein felt that this was wrong. Well, can I clarify yeah, something real quick? Absolutely. So, okay, so the the tradition at the college has been for anyone of color to leave the campus on a, a specific day yes. in the year. <clears throat> and this is this is the the purpose of it being again what? I, the way I, I think to explain this is it's kind of like the day without Mexicans in a okay. sense of like they're removing themselves. To, or so the you day can, without women. The day without just, women. So basically you can see what it's yes. like if, if they were removed. Like it, basically the absence is missed. They're missed. Exactly. Is the, is the idea. Based on the play, um, the uh, African-Americans left. This was like early 1900s during slavery okay. or like b- civil rights. So they left. They just were absent for a day and it caused a huge disturbance okay. in the force amongst the white people. Because they're like, where are all these, you know, black folks? And they just were like, well, we're just, we need you to realize how important we are. So this was kind of okay. Gotcha. And, and it, so that was sort of a tradition based on that play. People were like, cool, we should take a day out of the year and be like, hey, let's all leave campus together in solidarity and hold class off campus just to show what it's like without us. Which gotcha. I think is cool. I yeah. think that's fantastic. Okay, so this year, the the people who organize it usually invited all the white people. To exit the campus. I feel like the word invite is a little misleading in my opinion. Okay. I'm reading this off of an article. Okay. It said they were invited to leave. Um, and this is where Brett Weinstein had an issue with this. Okay. So he thought this Be- was because wrong. Because they, they felt that if they, they – after the 2016 election, they felt that they did not want to leave campus because they felt they were not welcome. So they, they didn't want to voluntarily leave. They wanted to actually show a presence in cam- on campus. So let me clarify. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. I'm glad we're breaking this down. So this is how he clarified. I think he can speak it better than sure, I can. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So this is what uh, Brett said. We're on first name basis, Brett and I. Sure. There is a huge difference between a group or coalition deciding to voluntarily absent themselves from a shared space in order to highlight their vital and underappreciated roles and a group or coalition encouraging another group to go away. Okay. Um, the first instance is a forceful call to consciousness. The second is a show of force and an act of oppression in and of itself. In other words, what purported to be a request for white students and professors to leave campus was something more than that. It was an act of moral bullying to stay on campus as a white person would mean uh, to be tarred as a racist. Hmm. So basically what happened was Hmm. people of color on campus were like, hey, white folks, you should leave the campus. Instead of the white folks um, going, you know what we should do based on all this? We should leave, yada, yada, yada. Okay. It was suggested to them by another group that they should leave. And if you didn't, you were essentially you labeled were, a racist. Because <clears throat> you weren't standing in solidarity by observing the tradition. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I also want to preface this by saying, um, again, this is a topic. This is a situation where... Mm-hmm. I just Justin and I want to discuss the situation where I'm not necessarily going to take sides. I mean, I might have an opinion about it, but my greater concern is a larger portion of this. So 
Uh, if you're listening out there and you vehemently disagree with myself or Justin, um, by all means, let's have a discussion about this because that's what this is about. Right. We need to talk. We need to get this out. And I'm trying to find my way through. This really upset me. And I'm trying to find out why it upset me, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on myself and find sort of the truth in that sort of matter. Yeah. So, well, I can already tell you one reason it upset you. Okay, go for it. What is it? Is because this <laughs> professor who spoke out got vilified. Yes, and he got he got completely just run over publicly. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's one of your biggest fears, so yes. I guarantee you that's why you got so emotionally charged by this. Yes. So here's some additional stuff that happened. So expressing his view, Mr. Weinstein was confronted outside his classroom by a group of some 50 students insisting he was a racist. How did he express this view? Did he did he, he wrote a letter. It? He wrote a letter to the uh, someone at the college. Okay. All right. Uh, an email, I should say. Um, so there's an actual video of this exchange. Um, in which case, some people said you're supporting white supremacy, um, amongst other things. That was the more like uh, pretty even keeled <laughs> comment, I okay. suppose. Um, and then Mr. Weinstein tries to explain that his only agenda is the truth, in which the students chortled. Um, following the protest, and this really spooked me, college police, ordered by Evergreen's president to stand down, told Mr. Weinstein they couldn't guarantee his safety on campus. The police on this campus report to the administration. They're not actual police. So they called him. So campus security. Yes. Because they, they're not actual, yeah. They called him and said, do not come to campus. Students are looking through cars and different buildings, and they're looking for you. And we've been told by the administration to stand down. So the only thing we've been able to do is barricade ourselves in our facility. And if you come to campus, we can't protect you. Huh. That's fucked up, but we can get into that. <clears throat> That's wow. Okay. In the end, Mr. Wow. Weinstein held his biology class in a public park. Meantime, photographs and names of his students were circulated online. Fire Brett graffiti showed up on campus buildings, and then the the person who wrote this said, "What was that about safe spaces?" Um, so to summarize, um, basically the the pres also something that Brett uh, Weinstein talked about on the podcast with Joe Rogan was that at one point in time, the um, president of this uh, college was more or less held hostage by these protesters. Mm -hmm. They, like, went into his office and they would not leave. And if he wanted to go to the bathroom, someone from their group had to escort him to where he was supposed to go. And there is no rem there will be no ramifications for those students. Okay, wow. Okay. So That's a lot to digest. It's a lot to digest. Wow. So first things first um, – I think everyone should feel safe on a campus, whether you're a person of color, whether you're you're a white person, wherever. Everyone should feel safe. I I think we can all agree on that. Percent agree. With Don't it. feel like yeah. you're like, well, these guys should worry. There's, yeah, no. <laughs> there's never a reason where you should feel you should feel unsafe, especially if you're Take especially if you're. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn. I was going to say, especially if you're just expressing your views. But again, just expressing your views. Yeah, I mean, the KKK is just That's expressing their view. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't want to speak out of turn there. Yes, well, I feel yeah. like anyone should feel safe on campus. But see, like, again, you, you use that as a blanket statement. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what if someone 
is walking around with a sign that you know has the N word on it. Yeah, and they're they're walking around. Well, just before, making we, get, before like, we get to specifics, before we get to specifics, I would just again I want to go even just broader than that and be like, when you show up to okay any with place, a, sure, okay, you should absolutely feel safe. Yes, there. all right, yeah. You from should, a, you should from feel a very like broad you, standpoint. Yes, yeah. You should be able to show up, and, and that includes faculty and everything like that. Absolutely, yeah. I can agree with that. And you know. The fact the the first thing that bothers me is I do agree with Brett Weinstein on this that if you are asking another group of people to leave, right, that's not okay. Yeah, that's and and the thing is like, and if they if they don't follow that to label them a racist, I think is very short sighted. Yeah, I, I think I mean, that's that's like uh, a Sith dealing in absolutes. Right. In my mind, like yeah, I mean, I, I, I that's, you're either gone and you support us, or you're here and you're against us. I feel like that, yeah. It, it to me, it, it's it seems as though it's a very drastic like jump to make just mm-hmm. just because I didn't choose to make myself absent from the campus. Then all of a sudden, now I hate anyone that's not white. Well, because that's the predicament you put yourself in, right? Because now you're, and I like how they put this as moral bullying, because you're now in a weird position where you either comply with their demands, right, 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 and set the precedent that's like, yes, yes, I will leave, right, and, and, right. or stay, because either you don't give a shit, or you're like, no, fuck that, I'm not doing that, and now all of a sudden you're an enemy, yeah. And I don't think that's fair. It's not that simple, right, and. Also, we're talking about kids ages 18 to 22. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. saying that these people can't change the world and that they're not. But we're talking about kids. These are still kids. Right. A lot of them can't even. I mean, they can't drink. They yes. Can't, yeah. So, and these are the same kids who want to dissolve the campus police and handle all campus security themselves. Absolutely not. That, to me, is terrifying, just because yes. of mom mentality. Like, we, we have, I, I mean, and this is, that's not even, that takes, that's taking race out of it. That's just, you look at the internet. Look how well that polices itself. It doesn't. Well, you're telling me that this group of kids is going to handle any sort of sexual assault case that happens on there? Right. What sort of tools do they have at their disposal to figure that out and investigate? I mean, also, if it's someone that is one of your friends or someone who is very well liked, then, I mean, what's to stop them from just going up and beating the shit out of, you know, the, the person who... I'm not sh- assuming that's what... Th- that could happen. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah I'm, if, you, if you allow, if you don't, if you put that in the hands of a, mo- of a group, and I, yes. I say mob, but the mob mentality, like yeah. the group mentality, you could even say, if you put that in the hands of anyone that is a group of people... Eventually, emotions are going to take over on on, yeah. on some on some level. It may go fine for twenty years, but at some point, something's going to going to snap and something's going to turn. Well, and people like to jump on board of, yeah. of of things that, and it starts to spiral out of control quickly. Well, I just look at things like you know what, something happens on campus and something serious, like let's say it's a sexual assault case. Who's going to investigate? Right. You know, yeah. Johnny, president of the Security Council, is going to what? Come interview people and right. write get no. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get fucking sued. They will get their asses sued to oblivion if they do that sort mm-hmm. of shit. But the overall point that I'm trying to look at here, that aside, on that little mind gap, is just what concerns me about this is almost the radical um, sort of like because these protesters, you know, again looking for this professor. Police are told to stand down. This professor yeah. cannot is not safe. And I'm even going to expand this to um, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, that tool bag? Yeah. yeah. I think the guy is a tool. I think he's an idiot. He should still be allowed to speak at a campus. 
I don't see anything wrong with that guy going and speaking at campus and throwing a protest and a riot to stop him from coming. It's kind of upsetting to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, well, yeah. Here's the thing: the guy's a douchebag. Ann Coulter's a douchebag. Mm, she's a cunt. <laughs> Thank you. Um, whatever. I don't like either of them. I yeah. don't agree with them. But I'm not going to stop them from speaking, right? Because I don't agree with them. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the sort of stuff. Like I heard that, and I was like, yeah, good. For-. My initial thought was like, yeah, fuck that guy. But I'm like, wait, that's not the point. The point is, right? This guy, yeah. Say what you want. They deserve the right to speak. And here's the thing. And, if you don't want to hear him speak, you yeah. don't have to go. Look at yeah. Notre Dame and Mike Pence. Sure. He came to Notre Dame yeah. to speak, and a bunch of Notre Dame people, uh, graduates and their families walked out yeah. of their graduation. Sure. A lot of people had issue with that, but it wasn't that they stopped him from speaking. They removed themselves by choice because they did not want to listen to what he had to say. And you know what? It, it, was, it was a minor disruption. Right. It was them saying, look, you can speak. I'm leaving. Right. They didn't take up arms and you know charge the stage right. and they didn't throw things no. or beat people. They like, got up and they walked yeah. out. That's probably the most respectful thing they could have done. Right, absolutely. That's like being at a comedy show and just being like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm, I'm not finding and it they, funny. And yeah. they just go. Yeah. And they leave. You know, like that's fantastic. You don't have to stand up and heckle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's first of all, the mob mentality is terrifying. It is. Especially in a sense of I consider myself on the liberal side. Mm-hmm. I consider a lot of these, you know, these sort of ideas like my own, and I see these people acting this way, and it scares me because I'm like, this isn't right. Right. It seems like over the past few decades, progressively, people have been making ground, like chiseling away at some really shitty stuff, like yeah. sexism, misogyny, uh, you know, acknowledging racism, uh, gentrification, cultural appropriation, all this sort of stuff. We're chipping away at it. Gay pride, gay trans, gender identity, all this sort of stuff. They're chipping away at it. But kind of not unlike unions, I feel like the pendulum has really shifted. Okay, yeah. Past a certain point now where we've kind of gone beyond the acceptable barrier. And now we're heading into territory where we're going too far. And we're starting to galvanize. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say we, because I don't know where I fit in with all this. Sure, but sure. I feel like the liberal sense, and Dave, my brother, kind of talked about that the last time he was here, when he's like, people don't like being talked down to by right. liberal people right. in this political climate. That's really what's happened. And people have like all of a sudden like drastically sort of like rebelled. But now you have situations where people are put in position, either you leave the campus or you're a racist. Right. And if you're a race, if people label you a racist... And you try to defend yourself, you're defending racism. Right. Right. You're not defending yourself, you're defending racism. So here's my stance on this. I don't I if I'm being quite honest, I don't have a problem with them suggesting that the white people leave the campus. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have a problem with that. Okay. Where my issue comes in is the this black and white, no pun intended, this 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 cut and dry, if you will, mm-hmm. uh on one side, if you leave good if you don't you're racist like mm-hmm. that that just yes or no black or white cut and dry that hard line yeah i think there's a lot of gray area in there like if if you leave fantastic then you're you're participating it's it's a suggested day of participation mm-hmm. you know head off campus and you know let's let's kind of stand in this together but if you choose to stay on campus for whatever reason for whatever reason mm-hmm. um I don't think that you should – I don't think there should be 
again, I don't think that denotes that you are a racist. I feel like that is a very, it's a very, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It's not calculated, but it's a very, like, there's no, I, there's no, there needs to be, it's a gray area. Yeah. That's the only way I can say it is it's not, if I, if someone stays on campus, it does not mean that they are inherently racist. Yeah. And it's, it's to, to give a gen, to make a generality like that, to just kind of this blanket, like if you, if you stay, then that's it. You may as well burn a cross because you're racist. Like yeah. that does not make sense to me. Well, it's, it's, you know, now that I think about it, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I no, I was going to say, but th- that having been said, I, I do think the idea of inviting the white people to go, you know what, maybe you guys do this instead of us doing it every year, I, that I'm actually okay with. I'm okay with it in a sense of like, I don't know how it was delivered. It could have been very innocent sure. and like sort of stuff like that. And I also respect Brett Weinstein for saying, hey, here's something that's kind of interesting because what if it was reversed? You if the I mean? white people said, hey, black people, leave. You, you know what? It'd be kind of cool if you guys left for the day. You know, he's bringing up a good point. Right. If it's voluntary and people, and the white people, like maybe they had a, an allied group, you know, that was with, with it, say, hey, look, in honor of this, we know things are going, we want to suggest this. And it seems weird and almost arbitrary who suggests it. Yeah. But I do think Brett has a point in a sense of he's like, who's suggesting this initially? Right. Because either way, you're essentially asking someone to leave. Again, I think it's a, like to and your the thing point is, is the way it's delivered. It is how it's delivered because I'm with you too. Where I'm like, I think it would be a nice sh- sh- show of solidarity. Yeah. If 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 there's like a real issue and people are like, man, people don't feel safe. If people were able to do that and find a way to do it, you know, in yeah. a positive way. But what has transpired since is really upsetting. Well, I think that that's yeah. So like, if I were asked, were to have been asked to leave, I I feel like again, I would have no problem going. Sure, like that. You know what? It makes yeah. sense. Like what you're asking makes sense. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do that, and let's let's see if this kind of helps. Yeah. Uh, you know, make everyone more comfortable and and build trust in this. Like, yeah. let's do that. If that if that helps, then let's fucking do that. Yeah. But to have to to, to have this again, the mob mentality that I keep going back to. Where they're looking at cars and they're they're actively searching for him. I mean that alludes to some sort of a nefarious like yeah. intent behind it or a malicious intent behind it. Or them it. like finding him outside of his classroom. And, yeah, or and, and, like, and especially since the campus security, they like to say that they have been barricaded. They've barricaded themselves in like that. That is an unsettling use of words. They've more or less held the president hostage. Is that are we sure that this is the same group of people? It's whatever. I don't know if it was like one group or if it was a collection of people. Like you know what whoever, I mean? Whoever that was, yeah. I don't care if it was black, white, Latino. I don't care who it was. That's fucked up. There's like a, to, to, yeah. to hold a pre- – I don't know what – what did the president of the college do to, to garner that? Did they say in the article? Well, there's something else I guess I remember from the podcast. Apparently the president was trying to address – the issues that people were having, and I guess uh-huh. he was using a lot of hand gestures, and they took those as microaggressions. What? They were saying that his hands, that his hand movements yeah. were were aggressive. Like they were, he was being aggressive towards, based on how he was doing, they called them microaggressions. Okay. So they're wow. saying his oh, hand man, gestures. Wow. See, this is what I'm talking about. What I I'm talking like about. The, the, I showed you that Triumph the Insult comic dog. Yeah. Did I ever show you that video? I don't think you showed it to me, but you told me there's about a, it. There's a video of him where he goes to a college and basically shows, like, how absurd our PC culture has gotten. Yeah. And, like, just how. And, and to, like, again, that, if you're trying to. And not, again, to your point, you mm-hmm. always bring this up. 
we weren't there. Yeah. So of we course. have no idea. One hundred percent. I have no idea. I heard this two is, and a half hours from Brett Weinstein. Right. Which I feel compelled to believe, just mostly because he's a man of academia. He. The way he that doesn't mean shit. Well, it's it's, it's one of many many things. Sure, I know plenty of academic people. He's that are Jewish. Gay. They're usually honest he's people. Jewish. Yeah. Well, what was funny is because they called him a racist, and he's like, "If you look into my background, you'd see I'm quite the opposite." And that's actually what he's also talking about as well, is because his career is at risk, yeah. and he's like, "I have proof that I'm not a racist, and if you guys double down on this, you're not going to like what you find." Because people are like, you know, because he's not getting support from the administration. Yeah. Like, people are just, like, saying that, you know, they're basically almost calling him out as he's the sole reason why everything went to shit. Okay. And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not the problem yeah. here. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I, I trust him. But I also, while I was listening to it, I was like, while I initially agree, I would love to know more. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always open to learn more. Yeah. I well, want to know more because I want – I. I really get nervous when I hear only one side of the story. And that's the thing. I fall I for years I have fallen very easily into I hear a side of something and I go, mm-hmm. "Yeah, cuz that's the person I'm talking to." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, that's su- I'm yeah, what the fuck? That's such bullshit." And I get really into it, but over the years I have developed for many reasons that we won't go into. I've mm-hmm. developed uh a healthy dose of skepticism mm-hmm. with that. And I go, "Look, there are always two sides to a story." Yeah. I don't care what you're talking about. The other side might be wrong, like fundamentally wrong, but there is a side. Yeah. There is a reason. There is a motive behind it. Sure. And you need to hear both sides. To You still may come to the same conclusion. Yeah, that's fucked up and fuck that. But you until you hear both sides, there is no way you can unequivocally know that you stand one way or the other because yeah. you just don't know what the other side – Yeah. You don't know. So I while I want to – Put my put my belief in yeah he he's not and he this mm-hmm. and this and this I I don't know what transpired either yeah. like that's the thing you know but well there's videos and with and the stuff. microaggressions I don't know what transpired with that apparently like, what, is there that are, a thing you yeah know? There, apparently there are videos of students who are according to Brett making asses of themselves and actually digging their own graves okay. by the stuff that they're doing and saying yeah and uh, there's video of him obviously and he's like he's like look I'm happy to talk to fifty people he goes because I feel like I can control. A crowd of that many people, we yeah. can actually have a conversation. Sure. He goes, "What sucks is after we're done talking, I don't know if it sticks because they go on to their next thing and hear something else, right? And what sticks after that, right? So that's his sort of thing. Is he's like, I don't mind talking to fifty people. He goes, now if there's a hundred, hundred fifty more, he right. goes, I have no chance of reaching anybody. It's no. a mob at that point in time, yeah, and they're not going to believe me, right? And that sort of stuff. Um, but I, 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 I totally agree. Like we weren't there. And and I just want to, you know, I would love to know more, and I hope to spend some time to learn more about this, because this scares me. This scares me that someone who, at this point in time, I believe to be progressive, liberal, sure. non-racist, is being labeled as such, and because that label is there, mm-hmm. they can't escape it. Right. It's forever there. He is now, He's his, marked, career, his yeah. career is in, in jeopardy. Yeah. Um, and it's like... In, I I just remembered a story when I was in college my freshman year. I don't remember all the details, but I know we had a um, African American man who was sort of the uh, uh, custodian for our floor when I was in college. Real nice guy. However, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I think someone carved the N word onto his car. Okay. 
And there was also something that someone did on our floor that tied us to that. My entire floor, we were the ones who were associated with this racist act. And it was really upsetting. Yeah. Like, really, really upsetting because I was like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, it could have easily turned into a witch hunt on our floor. Who the fuck did this? Um, But we banded together as a floor, and we essentially were like, we're going to write an apology to this guy as a collective, and we're gonna, we did all these things, and word spread throughout campus that this had happened, and like two days later, they announced, hey, we're going to have a walkout in classes in support of, you know, not the, being racist. Right, yeah. And I remember participating in that, and when we brought up, like, the option of whether or not you're going to do it, I remember getting up and walking out of the class, but not everybody did. Yeah. And I didn't think that those people were racists right. for not going out there. It was something that I personally felt very strongly about, partially because it was my floor, and there's only 50 of us on that floor. Right, right. So it's like, and people kind of looked at us where they're like, oh, oh, you're that floor. Yeah. I was like, it's it's not all of us. You know, right. it's like, so I, I don't even, I didn't even realize that until right now. I briefly got a whiff of that. Yeah, yeah. Of being associated with something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and it was like really upsetting to me. Because I'm like, I had nothing to do with it. Right. But people were like, mm, you're from 3W. You were part of that group that did this horrible thing. And I was like, it wasn't me. Maybe that's where that was born. I don't know. But it's so easy well, nowadays. It's where that, where that in, in, internal fear got born. Well, it's, just so, it, yeah. it's so easy nowadays yeah. for that stuff to, to fly somewhere. You yeah, know well, I, mean? I think also, I mean, in like <clears throat> to the, speaking back to the PC culture thing, I think it's so much easier today, to your point, it's so much easier for people to... Everyone's feelings are, are – their hearts are on their sleeve. Yeah. Everyone has a cause. Everyone's got something they're behind. And it's so easy to offend someone. Yeah. And then that spirals out of – like everyone wants to – look how – and I'm – again, I'm with them. But like look how quickly a protest can come up for Trump or for someone yeah. in the administration or for some – like it – I mean it happens at the at the turn of a – you know, at the drop of a dime it happens. And – Everyone's just they're 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 ready to go. They're ready to protest. Yeah. And I do feel like, and I mean I mean this as neutrally as possible. I do feel like recently, the more of the liberal mindset people have been the ones who have just been all up in arms about as much stuff as they can. Yeah, and you know, as a liberal myself, I I just don't. It does start to make the other side kind of go, yeah, see how much they're bitching? And yeah. it starts to kind of take away from some of the power of the protest mm-hmm. when you're protesting everything. Yeah. And I don't know. And not only that, I just kind of had a, a, a minor epiphany here, but it seems like both sides of the spectrum are getting more, it seems like they're mm-hmm. more extreme. They're not. There's all sorts of, all the colors of the rainbow exist mm-hmm. here, but the loudest ones seem like they're more and more extreme. Right. Which just And they're getting fuel, louder and louder. Which fuels each other. Yeah. Because yeah. you have the Trump supporters and the conservatives, and those people cons- are considered just... To call them an enemy is an understatement. Sure, absolutely. They yeah. are subhuman. They are the reason for all the evil in the world. Right. So... Is is how they're labeled. Let's be clear. Yes, is how they're labeled. Because want you to get... A, exactly. Yeah. So, and what is something that's associated with that? Racism. Sure. So then you have someone who is, oh, you're a racist. Guess what? They're categorized as one of the most evil people in the world. Right. Homophobic, we, xenophobic. We no, have to fight them because that does not exist over on our side. So then what happens? 
if it's not a clear-cut issue, all of a sudden a person who does not, who is actually not what they're saying is demonized, and then what happens to the other side? Look at these liberals who are looking to go on a witch hunt and right. just you know basically call anybody out, exile anybody out because they're so sensitive. These little snowflakes right. yeah. are so sensitive, and they just can't. They're too PC. They're eating their own. It's just, and that, that just makes them fortify their position even more. Right. And they're just feeding each other. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> it's all part. Of the, <laughs> the reptile people are. They're just feeding each other. Yeah. I mean, how do you, do you? I guess. And again, I don't know if this has always been there, and just because we have so much more of an insight into into things happening with social it's media, with twenty four hour news cycles, well, I'm just really coming well, down from my caffeine. Well, well, that I think was just—I mean, God, when you think about all this stuff, you're just like—it's so easy to be like, "I'm just going to turn the internet off for the day." Yeah, I'm going to turn the TV off for the day. I want to play. But do you think it's some video games? <laughs> But what I want to know is, do you think it's more prevalent now? Do you think it's more divided and divisive now? Or do you think it's always been that way? We just I have, was wondering the same thing. We just have more of a visibility into it because there are 24-hour news cycles, because there's the internet, because of all this shit. I think it's it's easier to get information, so it's easier to get upset. Right. Like, for example, McCain stuff today. And not all the information is the most accurate. Well, you know, the stuff with McCain yeah. today in the in the Comey, you know, you know, stuff. People were live tweeting what was going on. Like, right. that was instantaneous. Yeah. That was streaming on Facebook, and people were tweeting mm-hmm. and doing updates, status updates on that as it was happening in real time. Yeah, yeah. So everything, and part of the issue, too, is on the internet, you can find the answer to anything you want to find the answer to. <laughs> you can Whether always, true or not, yeah. you can find the answer to what you're looking you for. You can find something to support your argument. And I think that's part of the problem is, as much as I hate to say the two words fake news, um, there's a lot of misinformation out there, yeah. and people can take the information, warp it to their perspectives, and they can use it in their arsenal to argue and fight. Right. And that's yeah. pretty upsetting because... Not only is it exhausting, but it's like it, people just want to believe in something, and if it meets their criteria, they believe it. And I see it posted all over Facebook. Yeah, and you know, I'm starting to really worry about this echo chamber. Yeah, that I'm in. I, like, I am. I am too, to be quite honest. Like I, I don't know. Can you? Can as a society, can we come back from it? Is the like oof. I honestly very legitimately ask that question because there's a part of me that feels that we've passed a threshold a point of no return and it's just there's no there will forever be two very divided factions who hate hate each other viscerally hate each other well it's so funny too and then there's going to be some people who live in the middle ground and just don't like each other but they're willing to work together well, I think it's so funny because we have the most access to information we've ever ever had in our human history. Yeah, but it's all confusing, and we we and it's it, not, it muddles it's, everything. It's well because people fuck around with the information. <laughs> it's filtered through some sort of lens, right? And, and people then change it. You know, it's like taking money and laundering it, like through all these different places. Right? Like, exactly. You're if, laundering information. If we could somehow get. Everyone gets the exact same information. Right. You know what I mean? And they're able to look at it and they just review it and collectively we can understand it. Yeah, well that's never gonna happen though, no. because every time someone reports something, the other side goes not true. Or or, or if it's a neutral report 
And it does. So let's say, again, hypothetically, and I'm going to use this because, again, Eileen, I'm on the liberal side. So I'm going to use this example, but you could easily do it the other way. Let's say there is a let's say there is a very unbiased, very middle of the road, neutral, 100 percent neutral news source. Mm -hmm. And it reports just the facts. Mm -hmm. And it comes out and it gives a report that is 100 percent accurate that, uh, you know, um, there was Russia and someone in the Trump administration colluded and there was actual hacking involved. Mm -hmm. And that is unequivocally proved. Mm -hmm. And this place neutrally doesn't say, you know, oh, those bad Republicans or oh, those liberal. It just says, here's what happened. If that happens, then someone from the right wing side is going to go, no, that's not true because of this. And they're going to refute it. And all of a sudden, that neutral news source is now tainted. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. So I don't think that can exist. Well, I, I do just, not think that can exist. Again, it's well, first of all, there's too much money in the news to, uh, you know, even if you strip that out, though, yeah. there are people who I ideolo ideologically will always disagree with a fact. And yeah. I that that politics aside yeah. from a like from someone who I mean, there's just flat enjoys, earthers, man. I mean, I know <laughs> there's Fuck flat earthers. People think that uh, there's chemtrails. I, you know, yeah. like people truly believe that stuff. And no amount of information you can send them is going to change their minds because they're going to be like, nah, man. Yeah. That's, fal that's false. That's from the government. It's that's false. What they, that's what they want you to believe. You're not woke, son. Right. Exactly. I'm woke as fuck. You got to stay woke. Woke AF. You know, Doug. so I, that, I think that's an excellent question. Like, and it's so weird because, again, we've never had this much access to information in our entire history. Yeah. I mean, imagine news back in like the 1700s. Like, imagine how fucked up that news was then. I mean, good <laughs> talk about propaganda and bullshit. Right. I mean, wow. They went to town trying to sell you on I heard things. Goody Thompson laid with, you know, <laughs> Farmer Jim. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the Boston Massacre. That yeah. was the common thing that they said were like, you know, these Boston soldiers just massacred all these people, yeah. which was a rallying cry right. for the revolution. Didn't happen that way at all. <laughs> people drew it, paintings, right. you know, all these things of these people just massacred. Not what happened. <laughs> but people believed it. Right. And they wanted to believe it because people were pissed off. Right. And that's all it took. Was that one thing that to seed. spark, yeah. you know? And th nowadays, it's just like we have so much information, but it's like people just want to read and hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Because let's face it, when you're challenging your ideology, you're basically you're challenging your identity mm -hmm. at that point in time. I associate, associate myself as a liberal, moderate to liberal, more on the liberal side than in the middle. If I see something that, like, I identify with, like, um, I don't know, let's, uh, well, you know, let's, let's say, like, Mario, Super Mario, let's say that he's my he's my leader. All of a sudden, I find out all along that he was the villain right. of the Super Mario Brothers series right. when Koopa, King, King Bowser, yeah. was actually the hero. Which, trying to there save. are those theories. There are those theories. That messes with my identity because I have aligned myself with that truth. Right. And now that is not true. Right. I'm now aligning myself with the villain. That hurts. Right. That hurts really bad. And you're going to do everything in your power to disprove that. Well, that aside, it's like that. No one wants to feel like they were wrong. No. Especially in American society. No. Especially. Like, I can't tell you. I, I have a, a theory that most arguments or lawsuits or things like that or misunderstandings are just because someone doesn't want to feel stupid. I, that's probably accurate. That's what it is. Yeah. Someone slips and falls. They feel dumb that they slipped and fell, 
and they're mad and they're like, I'm going to fucking sue you because right. there was no sign out here. Fuck you guys. Right. I ran into the wall. There should be a sign that said the walls are dangerous. Like, people feel someone choked. <laughs> the walls are dangerous. Someone chokes on a fish hook. You, there should be a note that says these are dangerous if swallowed. Right. Like, <laughs> right. people feel dumb. It's the it's the whole McDonald's thing. Yes. The hot coffee thing. Which they, they you know, they sued and they had, McDonald's had to put, hey, contents of your hot coffee. Well, that's an interesting thing because the that coffee was exceptionally hot. It was hotter than it should have been. Okay. Do you know the story behind this? I don't, but I feel like I'm going to learn it. This woman got third degree burns on the inside of her thighs. Oh. And she had to get skin grafts to cover them up, and McDonald's refused to pay any of her medical costs. That is one of the most common things. Which How did they get it that hot? It was like, <laughs> I want to say it was like something at like 195 degrees, How? which was fucking insane. Did and they have it under a bun- over a Bunsen burner? No idea. But the thing that was funny was the car wasn't even moving when it was spilled. Like it was, people always think that she was just like, thanks. She put the coffee, right, right. rode off into the sunset and then was like, ooh, I got burned. Did a couple donuts. Yeah. She was like, had like months if not years of pain. Like from this. All right, so that's a bad example. No, no, no. Like, I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you brought that up because that is what. That's like the common thing. We're like, oh, this person. Yeah. You know. Like, well, I heard. Okay, how about this one? Uh-huh. And I, I, I heard this. I have not verified. Yeah. Uh, and this could be an urban legend. Awesome. But I heard that the Winnebago company <laughs> had to, or some RV company. Uh-huh. I found it with. I think it was Winnebago. Had to put something in the owner's manual that specifically oh, said auto drive that. The cruise, cruise control, control. The automatic, uh, whatever, uh, the autopilot feature, if you will, <laughs> the cruise control, does not mean that you can leave the cockpit of the Winnebago and go back and make a sandwich. Like, you have to still maintain. I heard that, Because too. someone did that, and it veered off the road, it flipped, and they sued, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, I don't, again, I don't know if that's an urban <laughs> legend or not, but it's it sounds funny. But let's assume that is true. Right. Um, someone someone went, felt stupid. Not my fault. But yeah, I thought it would stay on the road. Well, right. No, sir, it doesn't do that. Well, then they just feel dumb, right? Because not only are they hurt, possibly their new Winnebago's destroyed, right? And all because it was their fault, right? Because they misunderstood something. How dumb do you feel when you misunderstand something? I classic. I didn't misunderstand, but I yeah. had I had an example of that. I was walking this last winter. It was January, February. It was uh, it had just a fresh sheet of ice oh boy. out everywhere. Uh, thank God I left my iPad at home. I did not have it in my bag that day. Oh boy! I carry it every single day. Mm-hmm. That's the one day this year, literally the one day this whole year I've not carried it with me. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Uh, in fr- the Trader Joe's, you're familiar with it. There's a little ramp that goes up the front uh, for wheelchair access and carts and such. Um, so that's if you come at it from the front. On the side, there's like a weird, like little. It's like a steeper yeah. version of the ramp, but it still is like slopey. Yeah. So I was walking, and it was that whole parking lot. It's like a. It's covered in this weird material or something yeah. that when it gets icy, it gets like. It's not yeah. even like concrete icy. It's like glass. Yeah. So I took a step up onto that thing. My foot came right out from under me, and I went right back onto my Oof. my back and my tailbone. And I just, wind went out of me. I made that sound that, like, <laughs> just the sound when you have no control of what's coming out of you. <laughs> and I just, I was I was just staring up at the sky. And a, a very nice lady came over, and she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And this and that. And I was like, she goes, are you hurt? And I go, just my pride. And I, I felt, I was so, I was very much in pain. 
but I just wanted to get up and walk away because I was like, if there's anyone in the store they saw, all I could think about was how how dumb I looked. Yeah. And because I, I was probably walking faster than I should have on ice, you know? But again, not I'm tra- by all rights, Trader Joe's probably should have had some salt out there because that's fucking dangerous. Slip and falls, baby. But um, yeah, again, I was not thinking of the of how much I was physically hurting. Yeah. All I could think about was I feel really dumb for falling, and that was the only thing yeah. that consumed my thoughts for the next twenty minutes. Sure. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Because I didn't. It was, I, it's not like I purposefully did something stupid. Like I just fell, but. Pride gets hurt so easily. Well, it's so funny because my mom came to visit me in April, and she was staying at the Palmer House Hilton, and she was taking the escalator up, and I don't know if her suitcase got caught in the escalator or something happened, and she slipped and fell. She On the escalator? Fell, she fell once she got out, out and fell. And oh, like, like at the top of the, at like the top fell of down? Of it, oh, yeah. yeah, and the alarms went off. Oh, no. And she was just like laying down, and she she has a hard time like maneuvering. She's got like some spine problems sure. and stuff like that, and she was just like so concerned. Like all like th- these like other guests came to help her, and like security came over immediately and was like, are you okay? And yeah. she's like, where's my purse? Like where's my bag? Like because she just didn't know where it went. Yeah. And she just felt so stupid. And the security guy's like, are you okay? Do you need an ambulance? He was following protocol. Like, sure, yeah. Do you, are you going to sue us? Do you need to file <laughs> right. an incident report? And my mom was just like, she goes, I was so embarrassed. The alarm went off. Everyone was looking at me. Sure, sure. I'm laying down. I can't get up. And she was just like, I felt I was mortified. Yeah. I could not. And I'm like, that is a situation where you're logically like, look, I fell. And if it's by something like where someone just threw out a whole bunch of water on the floor and just didn't tell anybody, right. you didn't see it, yeah. and then you slipped and fell, that's one thing. If it's icy in the parking lot, it's like, look, okay, yeah, you should probably de-ice. Yeah. That's probably a good thing if people are going to be coming here. But at the same time, I also run the risk of being out here when it's icy. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to fucking sue you. Because of that? No. I mean, it depends on the circumstance, probably, but I'm like, I, it's fucking icy. Right. If there was a guy out there with a hose spraying down the parking lot, yeah. I probably would have had words like, with the manager. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Like, you guys <laughs> can't be doing that. It's cold. But the weather froze atmospheric yes. water. Yes. And it, it, got, it, got, it got on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it, was just, it was a circumstance of the... Uh, it was just yeah. conditional, you know? Yeah. I think people just don't want to feel dumb. They don't want to lose an argument. Right. They don't want to find out that they um, backed the wrong person. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. want to be on the right side of history. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. They, they absolutely just want to be right about something because if they're wrong, that fucking hurts. And that's what happened to you and what happened to my mom. That's just small potatoes. Imagine if you're a world leader and you fuck up. Right. Then and, you, and, and, you're, and you're wrong. It's not just your pride. No. People's lives, yeah. economy, things like that are on the line. You can't afford to be wrong in you, those sort of situations. Right. Or when you do, when you are wrong, you can't double down out of pride. Yes. You, ha- you have to go, all right, look, I, I, made a, I made the wrong call, but I'm going to fix, like, we are going to work to fix this. But that comes off as fucking weak, and I hate that because it's a trap. Yeah. You either double down. It's a trap. You either double down and they're like, yeah, he's being strong, or you you admit that you're wrong. You're like, ah, what a fucking pussy. Right. When I honestly- Flip flopper! And and the funny thing is it takes way more strength to admit that you were wrong. It takes way more strength to go, look, all right, cool, my bad. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing when we go- Going back to Evergreen State College, I'm like, man, is there no way that anyone could have a conversation- and figure this out. I know. Yeah. Is there no way because like in the grand like scheme you said, of things, like you said, they the 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 students of color 
they don't, you know, if they're not feeling right with the state of their campus and they're like, you know what, it'd be really cool as a show of solidarity if the white folks left for a day, I see their perspective. But at the same time, it's like you have to understand what you're asking. You're asking people to leave. Like, and someone calling that out doesn't make them a villain. This is a person who I believe to be very progressive, anti-racist. You know, like, he's probably going to be on your side. He's probably just like, hey, there could be a better way. I don't necessarily, like, I see where you're getting at. There could be a better way. Like, why is it all of a sudden like, he's a racist. Right. Get rid of him. Like, why do we just jump to that? Right. Like, what is that? And how the fuck do we stop it? I'll tell you how we stop it. With a throwdown? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so lightning things up. <laughs> On this Thursday. On this lovely Thursday. Or whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, today's throwdown was suggested to us Ooh. by a fan. Ooh. Uh, who goes by the name of, uh, her screen name is Jillybean1313. It's actually Butterfly being 83. No. <laughs> <laughs> so look her up. Look her up. Uh, no, it is. Uh, it was Doug's uh, wonderful wife, Jill, who yes. uh, who brought this one up. And it's actually really interesting. Uh, it's very uh, fitting for, for the movie yes. that just came out and the movie that's coming out this year. Yes. Um, and more fitting than I thought when Doug brought up the fact that both of these people are demigods. So yes. we're going to do Thor yes. versus Wonder Woman. And I, boy, we're going to have to... We have to really figure this out because I don't know. I, I know. I really don't know. Because well, I'm going to say Wonder Woman because I am going to completely play into every all the our audience. I don't want to be considered a misogynist, right? <laughs> I'm nervous right now, Doug, and I'm. This is what we're doing. Um, yeah, no, I. So you you have not seen Wonder Woman? Unfortunately, I have not. Okay. No, it's very high on my list. I just yes. have just not had time to go to the movies recently. Yeah. So, um, I will say here's what I'll say. I, I won't. I don't want to spoil anything to, to you or the listeners. But here's some background from Wonder Woman from the perspective of the movie and from what I've read in mo- the more recent comics. Okay. So Wonder Woman is um, she is the daughter of Zeus. Okay. And uh, Hippolyta. As they call her, okay. or Hippolyta, if you want to be an asshole, an uncouth heathen. Oh, uh, you Americans always butcher the. What what, what island is she from again? Uh, the Theamanos. Themascus. Themascus. Thermopylae. You butcher the Thermopylean language. You can't even say the name right. I know. So she is the daughter of Zeus. Uh, Thor is obviously the son of Odin. Right, Odin's son. Very, very powerful, uh, uh, I would say, uh, uh, gods are in the pantheon of their respective religions. Lowercase g's. You know, exactly. Yeah. So Greek, the you know daughter of the Greek head god, and then son of the Norse, you know, a god Odin. So yeah. very respective. Is, this is Odin the, Nor- the head god of? He's like the top dude in yeah. Norse mythology. Okay. Odin's like, one of the, yeah. Because he, yeah. Both Zeus and Thor handle lightning bolts. They do. Just putting it out there. Just saying there. Although they are opposite, but whatever. Yeah, you know. Whatever. Just <laughs> so, um, so you've got Odin who's the top dog. Zeus who's the top dog. They both have children. Yep. Um, and now, because oh, in, so Wonder Woman, she, things that she has with her is uh, Sword and Shield. Yep. Uh, Lasso. Of Truth. Of Truth. Um Thor is Mjolnir. Oh, hold on. Don't forget about her uh, her, her bracers. Yeah. Her bracers. 
Um, and she does have some godlike powers right. to some degree. She can't fly, but she can she can jump to the point of almost flight. Yes. Right? She's very, yeah. yeah. She's extremely... And very strong. Incredibly strong. We see her lifting tanks in okay. the movie. Um, she's punching through buildings, like running through buildings. Yeah. Like very, very powerful. Extremely capable in combat. So She has gone toe-to-toe with Doomsday, we've seen. <sighs> yeah, the cave troll. Um, Thor um, obviously has Mjolnir. He's very capable in combat. Although can, I would summon s- lightning, I would say that Wonder Woman is better trained than he is, based on what we've seen. Really? Because even she, though he's he starts out Thor one as a war like as a full on he's like, a full on let's, warrior. Let's go into this. But what do you really see him do? He smashes people. Well, that's true. Yeah. He's very much kind of like she's heavy very tactical. Brute. He's walk. He's. I like, don't know if I'd say tactical, but she's a lot more agile. Okay. The stuff that she does. So she's got finesse, whereas he's just let's power through this. Exactly. Okay. He's very much. So it's finesse versus power again. Exactly. Okay. So the her abilities and stuff that she does in the combat and the scenes is really impressive as far as like how she navigates and fights. Um, so. She would definitely be interesting in a sense of... I feel like her weapons wouldn't necessarily hold up to Mjolnir. You don't think so? In a sense that she has a shield, but there's nothing special about it. And also, she, it's not like it's not like vibranium type no, stuff or... it's just a, a shield. Hmm. And she has a sword as well. I don't feel like there's anything special about that either. That's not a magic sword? Yeah, it is. It's totally, it's totally a magic sword. I just feel like... She just can have like a regular metal sword. That doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, in the movie, that's what she has. Really? So. They don't they don't put no powers in that thing. Yeah, it's got all. They didn't juice that thing powers. up. <laughs> they didn't juice it up. What Son of a bitch. You know what they should do? They should juice so, that fucking thing. She's got up. her lasso of truth, but all it's really going to do is, I mean, she definitely uses it pretty well, yeah, like yeah. as a weapon, almost kind of whip like, and getting people yeah. and tripping them. But its ultimate power is to make you tell the truth. So, right. right. I feel like agility is definitely on Wonder Woman's side, but I feel like Thor has a more powerful weapon that could do more damage. All right, so we got... So, taking the weapons out of it, mm-hmm. sheer strength of person. I feel I, like I think they're... I give it to Wonder Woman. Really? Based on what I, was I saw say, in the movie? I feel like they're pretty evenly matched, but you think, based off what you saw, you think she's got it? Yeah, I mean, Thor stopped a punch from Hulk, but... I feel like she could do the same. Yeah, well, I mean, she's gone with the, uh, toe-to-toe with the cave troll, so. <laughs> True. I mean. Um, and I feel like there's a sequence in the movie where she's just so fucking fast and furious. Wait a second. No. Batman versus Superman, oh the shield protected her from that blast from the cave troll. That's got to count for something. I guess. Because that thing just absorbed it. It was glowing red hot, but it, it totally absorbed it. I guess it. it did. I've only seen that movie once. And yeah. I, tried to, I blacked out through most of it. So you're right. She does protect them from it. But and, that's a, but, and that's a that's a hefty but, blast to something. But is, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I sold that one? That's a hefty blast something, but it's not a hit from Mjolnir. It's it's not, but you that's not it's it's not like a it's not the same it's thing. It's not a pen light. I mean, it's like saying like I'm gonna punch you or Mike Tyson's gonna punch you. They're both going to hurt, but you one's going to do more damage. You you cannot make the comparison between Mjolnir and whatever the fuck came out of the cave troll's eyes. <laughs> yes, I can. You cannot. I can, you and don't I will. Know. There's I just no did. way to qualify what came out of his eyes. I think I just did. I made an apples-to-apples comparison. You did not. <laughs> Me not punching you versus Mike Tyson punching no, you. No, you were yes. questioning my entire belief system. Nope, it's true. No, I, but for real, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. Only thing that stopped Mjolnir is vibranium, and <laughs> only Captain America's got that shit. 
So I mean, Kate Blanchett stops that's Mjolnir. Different. She's she's what is she? She's uh, the goddess of the underworld. So she's a demigod. She's probably just a god, not even a demigod. Yeah, fine. <laughs> mm. So here's what we're battling. I, st- I still say that you can't. It's, while Mjolnir probably has a little bit more punch to it. This I, isn't a throwdown between her shield and Mjolnir. I know Justin. it's not, but I'm saying if you're going to bring the weapons into it, you got to account for everything. I just feel like um, it yeah. should be a throwdown between those two things. <laughs> Are we going to do Wonder Woman's shield? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to so specific. It's going to be weapons. Knife versus fork. Right. Go. <laughs> Go. Well, one fork. has more pointy things. Fork. It can totally catch the knife right. and then twist it out. It's over. Game over. Exactly. Obviously. That's why Raphael would beat Leonardo every time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I love it. Well, that throwdown's done. done. Throw that one out the window. Um, I just feel like Wonder Woman's agility, yeah. her strength, while she is lacking in uh, special weapons. In gadgets. In, in special weapons. I feel like she would be able to subdue Thor. Because, I mean, in Thor, the Dark World... He gets the shit beat out of him by um, oh that big that yeah I forget pseudo his name. cave troll. <laughs> he wasn't a cave troll. He was a dark. <laughs> he was a dark. Elf. He's a dark. He's like a big dark he's elf. A dark elf. Um, the one that that allegedly stabs Loki. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he's he beats the shit out of out of Thor. Oh yeah, throws him into a. Big and that guy's just a big hulking monster. Yeah. And Wonder Woman, I would argue, is probably stronger than that guy, and she's quicker. Yeah, that's so true. So if that's, that's the true. case and she could somehow disarm Thor, I, I would probably give it to her. I would say this. I don't think either one could kill the other one, but I think Wonder Woman could could best Thor. Here's what she does. She disables him so he can't use Thor, and then she ties Mjolnir? him up. Yeah, sorry, Mjolnir. And she ties him up with the Lasso of Truth. I mean, that's... And disables him. That's it, yeah. That's it. The only thing he'd be able to do would be hopefully to land a blow and knock her out, but i give it to Wonder Woman. I would just say, yeah, based off the fact that she has trained her whole life to to uh, I read it in the synopsis. What is she training for? Like, what do they train for? Are they they're the training Olympics? Yes, that's where the Olympics are Zeus. born. That's right, because of Zeus. No, she's they're they're training to to defend something or to fight someone. Yes, is that spoil it if you tell me who? No, they tell it right away. It's Ares. It's the god of war. The god of okay, war. yeah, okay. Well, great. So if she's training to fucking beat the god of war. Still small G, but not Demi. Yeah. Right? Then yeah. I feel like, there you go. Yeah. What has Thor done? He's you know fucked up some ice thing, giants. Thor is definitely powerful, yes. but I don't think he has the same training that she does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he can definitely fight. He's been trained to fight, but not like a, that. He's been trained as a warrior. I feel like she's been trained as an elite warrior. Exactly. That's. I feel like that's maybe the difference there. Agreed. But plus, with her agility, with her strength, with everything combined so together. So I feel like her sheer strength matches yeah. Thor's. In, yeah. And so that alone, it's yeah. like, there's all these things that are kind of awash, but then there's these other things I think would yeah. give her the advantage. Now, what about female Thor in the new canon? Uh, <laughs> same thing. Okay, good. <laughs> Wonder Woman for the win! Wonder Woman! You guys should go check out the movie. I was a fan. Uh, I don't think it's it's super... It's the like first, the first time Doug has said that about a DC movie. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Nah, nah, Man of Steel, you, you like Yeah, it. I do I do like Man of Steel, but it's... Yeah. No, I, I would say if on a 100% scale, uh, I don't think it's worthy of 93%, but I would probably give it like uh, low 80s. No, oh, that's still pretty good. I think it's solid. It, yeah. it has its flaws, but um, there's some great... Moments, the fight sequences are incredible. Yeah, um, I don't think the CG is really going to look good in a couple years. It's, oh, really? It's fine for now, but I could see myself coming in like five years, going like, "Oh boy." In fairness, I feel that way about a lot of the Avenger stuff. True, or, or uh, even Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Iron Man now that's been like that's yeah. eight, what, eight years. <laughs> yeah, nine. 
yeah, eight or nine years now. So like, yeah, it's been yeah, it doesn't necessarily age well. And that sort of yeah, even Avengers is kind of like yeah, that's a green screen. Yeah. Um. So yes, but um. But you it, feel like this is this is riding the line a little bit. It a little bit. Um. But uh, man, it was good. There were some awesome heroic moments that cool. like I was like, oh wow, that's she's truly a hero. Like, but my only thing is that all this takes place in the past. It doesn't forward anything that's happening with Justice League. This or is a one hundred percent a. A setup. This is movie. a setup movie for her and only her. And I also have questions about the history of the human race. Still, like, at so, the end of the movie, I'm like, I've got questions. Okay, I won't go into that All more right, until see you see movie, it. Yeah, because I have questions. I'm like, something doesn't make sense. All right, there's a plot hole. We're definitely going to have Rob back in yes. to discuss it. We because what we should have done in full full admission of wait, did we talk about this last week? No, we did no. not. No, so full admission of guilt. We usually oh, we did have, talk about Rob. Yeah, yeah. But we normally have him yeah. on. Yeah, we already for, talked about this. for for DC movies. Yeah, before it comes yes. out to apologize for the last one. Yes, and to then to talk about what why he we thinks. shouldn't be worried about the next one. Yeah, and this this so we we missed. I can't. The wait. last one was Suicide Squad. He should have been talking about. Yes. Right. And he absolutely has to pay for that one. He alone is responsible for that movie being bad, and yes. he has a lot to answer for. <laughs> And I can't wait for him to really get me pumped about Justice League because that movie does not look good to me at all. So. You know the argument's going to be, Wonder Woman was good. I hope. And I'll be like, I hope you're right. Right, exactly. I hope you're right. So, yeah, but he has got to. So he, we'll have to have him back on to discuss this. But, yes. yes. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening. And, um, you know, again, uh, I hope you appreciated our dialogue about this. For me right now at this point in my life, I think dialogues are so important about some of these topics. It's hard sometimes to talk about them. Sometimes it feels like we can't because of we may be exiled or labeled a certain way, but in all earnestness, like I just feel like it's important to talk through it to find what what's at the core. Yeah. So um, we are definitely welcome discussion. Um, if Please you keep it civil. Yeah, let's have a dialogue, guys. Yeah. We're not here to, to fight with you or call you douchebags or anything like that. We're I, we're silly, but right. Let's I, let's let's have a let's have a discussion if we're going to have a discussion. And if you do chime in on any of the social medias or any of the comments uh, sections that are available in or, to chime in, even between each other. Yeah, that's that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Keep it because we will we will patrol. And I'm any, already a parent. I don't want to be your parent. Too. Right. Anytime we we sense uh, an, an attack comment, uh, yeah. it will be removed because yeah. we we only want positive vibes and and honest discussions. Yeah. So let's 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 get into it. If 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 you guys feel like you need to get into it, so we're looking forward to uh, discussing this stuff. But thank you. We appreciate you uh, listening. As if, you, if you're still listening, we appreciate you still being here. Yeah. And tune in next week for Turd Talk with uh, Justin and Doug. <laughs> uh, you guys can find us on Face uh, Facebook at uh, you know Mind Gap. Just look for there you won't be able to tag us in mind gap and anything because facebook hates us uh if but you could do me a personal favor and just at mention just facebook mail a severed finger to mark zuckerberg's address that would be great but for real at mention facebook and there's apparently an at facebook support or at facebook it or something like that you yeah. can type it in and find it at mention them and ask why you can't tag Mind Gap Podcast. Yeah. Because I have submitted four support tickets now, and I have not heard back. From, the one response I got back said, thank you for, thank you for, you know. It was the robot. It was it was another auto one saying, you know, we can't necessarily reply to everyone, but this and this and this. That was the only, like, quote unquote response I got. So I submitted another support ticket, and it's over three weeks now I've submitted four support tickets so yeah. I don't know what else to guys, do guys we're not salty or anything no just, you know, just letting you know <laughs> there's no reason we shouldn't be able to tag it <laughs> there's no reason so please at mention Facebook ask them why can I not tag MindGap yeah 
and the dudes Mind Gap who Podcast. do it at Mind Gap Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. Justin. No problem tagging us there. No, we're great on Twitter. We love Thanks. Twitter right now. Thanks, Facebook's Twitter. Facebook's shit list. Yeah, you fucking bastards. Uh, Justin has a website and a company website, too. Yeah, all the things. You can find me online at justinstrandland.com. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck to do with that site. On Instagram Born. and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. Uh, check MindGap out on um, uh, twoeastaith.com slash MindGap. You can also check out twoeastaith.com slash the best bar podcast ever to listen to the other podcast I do with Mila Stavanovich every Monday or most Mondays. Uh, it is about the bar industry, and it's pretty fun. Um, this Sunday, so last, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Thursday, then go back and listen to the one we released last Monday because we're going to Motor Row Brewing. Oh, cool. Uh, which is down here in the South Loop, and uh, we're going to talk to the guys down there. So it's going to be a very fun cool. one. I'm very excited about that. Uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher. Subscribe to us. Review us. It takes 30 seconds. Just let us know what you think, how we're doing, and subscribe to us. It helps bump us up the charts, and we can do some cool things when that, when yeah. that happens. Bumping up the charts. Bumping, bumping up, up the, the charts. charts bumping, bumping up, up the, the charts chart. with a baseball bat. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're done. Okay. I guess that's it. All right. Well, um... Goodbye, forever, potentially. My Gap Podcast.